Number 877-787-4827. That's toll free. We also have a text line if you want to get text in. 773-559-5189. You can listen to us live always or grab the podcast. That's right. On Stitcher Radio. And we are also on iTunes. Well, I think let's just right, get right to the show. Uh, you might want to tell them a little bit about who we're going to have on. But uh, without further ado, I'll hand it over to my partner, the one and only... Alfred Ferdinand Larcher III. Well, thank you, Clark Lawrence. It's an honor and a privilege to be here at Trader Todd's Dockside Burger Bar for another exciting show where tonight, not only do we have a great show, we got half-off margaritas, or I'm sorry, $5 margaritas, $7 Larcher Lawrence and Lemonade. Of course, those grass-fed burgers, free-range chickens. It's a good time, and we have, of course, Chad Briggs coming on later. That's right, stand-up comedian Chad Briggs. Uh, He's uh, part of Chicago Underground Comedy over there. He might do some stand-up, or he might just uh, talk. Or we'll he might, figure just, it out. Yeah, or he might get arrested right now. I One don't of know. The two. Um, we'll see what happens. Well, in the promo, I don't know, last week I teased. I said I wanted, we were doing 100 shows. I wanted to bring a celebrity here. I wanted to bring somebody who would just draw the people in. So I went through my Rolodex, and I called a bunch of people, and nobody wanted to come. So finally, I settled on a Guy Fieri lookalike. Wait, I thought it was Guy Fieri. Guy, whatever the hell the guy's name is. So it's a lookalike guy Fietti. A lookalike guy Fietti. So I call this guy. I say, hey, listen, if you could come to Trader Town, I'll give you $30. Come take some pictures with the kids. Have a good time. Well, he says, how about 45 I say, no, 40 is the best I can do for a guy Fietti impersonator. And to be honest, we saw this guy a couple of weeks ago. We were on the Channel 26, yeah, the you morning show. Yeah. And uh, we were in a feature that also featured the guy Fietti lookalike and the Dicka lookalike. No, oh, yeah. And... Uh, our producer tonight, uh, Jim Pekowitz, he, he brought up, maybe because I didn't offer the Dicka lookalike uh, a chance to come tonight, he was Guy Fieri's ride, because Guy Fieri couldn't get a ride, and he's not able to come. Well, he's Guy, busy yeah. working at the sandwich shop. If you recall, the Guy Fieri lookalike said that he had the look first. Right. And then Guy Fieri found it later. Which I, I don't believe he said whatsoever he, no, now. He said he, like, he played like third guitar for uh, Survivor for one of their tours or something, and he's pretty sure that somebody saw him. Guy Fieri started dressing like him, so now, now he makes sandwiches himself. Now, now he's just, he's at Rex's sandwich shop making sandwiches, and he could he couldn't make it here. Is he, what's he, what is he doing? I don't know. Is he making sandwiches right now? I, I have no idea. I mean, of all the lookalikes in the world, you know, I, Guy Fieri is the only guy I really had in the Rolodex, and uh-huh. uh, it, it just the whole damn thing is a disaster. I know. Jeez. I mean, really, the whole negotiation was weird because I was like, hey, listen, you know, I'll give you. We'll do 40, uh-huh. and then if you come, he's like, hey, listen, I work at the sandwich shop. I'll bring sandwiches. 
As soon as he said he was bringing sandwiches, I knew something right wasn't right with this guy, and I, I just I I don't know. So there is no celebrity tonight besides you. I mean, you look uh, that is correct, dapper. I I'm feeling comfortable up here. I mean, I I've spent a long time uh, right here on this stage running running karaoke. Right. right well, you are a Hall of Famer here at Trader Todd's. You ran karaoke for about forty years. Right, right, about forty-one, forty-two years, and but now it's you. This this stage is yours. You, you'll be here later tonight. We're opening for you, running karaoke. Right, you've you've held, you've handed off the golden uh, karaoke list. I've heard that you do a decent job, but I hear oh, come you, on. That, that's what I've been here. Now, partner, uh, have a good time tonight. If you if if you're if you're not up to anything, if you're out there listening, uh, come check out Al Larger. Come check out Clark Lawrence. All right. So, yeah, so no Guy Fieri. Now uh, we, we're kind of uh, stuck in the mud. Well, we got Chad Briggs, who I think is a bigger celebrity than Guy Fieri impersonator. I don't know about the actual Guy Fieri. It's well, debatable. I think, I think once you get your impersonate, like if somebody's impersonating you, that's a sign that you've made it. So if Chad has somebody impersonating him, then he's, he's good to go. Right. So the Bears laid an egg this week. I mean, they didn't lay any egg. They, just, they, la- they laid an absolute stinker, just an a absolute piece of garbage. Um, this team is in horrible shape, and uh, I went to Pro Football Focus this week, and I started looking at numbers. I started digging into what the Bears' problem is. What is going on with this team? Obviously defense, but at the beginning of the season, we were all in agreement. Listen, if the Bears could go out there and they can play a top 15 defense, if they, if they could just stop people, we could go ahead and um, – we could go ahead and um, – Yeah, yeah, we definitely could. But – Scotty over there is uh, he's showing me things. He, he should be a little closer. No, yeah, I could I could see you. You can just hand us notes because we're we're on what's that? Oh, Scotty said to turn my mic up. I never hear that from Scott. That's uh that's rare. Well anyways, looking at the Bears and what the direction I'll turn is. Your mic up later the tonight. defense actually isn't really that bad. I mean, we're ranked probably around the midway point where you kind of expect us to be. Um obviously we have problems, obviously we struggle against the run still. Obviously, there's no pass rush. and You can't get a pass rush. You're not going to get turnovers. You're going to lose games. But the focus of the season, what we thought our number one key was going to be, was going to be the Bears' offense. Uh-huh. That offense isn't doing very well. Well, no, they're racking up some numbers. Not good numbers, though. They're, they're not bad numbers. Come on. What, what's, what's, your, what's your football focus over there telling me? Well, that, well, number one, they're not really as good as we think they are. Number two... One of the things you look at is the Bears' offensive line. All right. And you start saying, well, what's going on there? Because that was the key problem. I'll tell you what's going on there. I, can t- I don't need your numbers All to right. tell me what's happening. There's you injuries. That's what's happening there. No, they're actually the fifth best offensive line in football wow. right now. Behind only the Browns, Baltimore, the Giants, and Pittsburgh. So the Bears, it's not the offensive line. This um, uh, De La Puente, De La Puente, who's filling in for guards, is one of the highest ranked Offensive lineman in football right now. He scores an 8.2 on the rating. Are you serious? Um, where a negative is bad. For example, Jordan Mills is a negative 5.8. The only liability on that offensive line. We could run to the left. We can't run to the right. But we're solid all around. I mean, it's the fifth best offensive line. You can't ask much better. Well, you can only ask four more positions better than them, I guess. Well, yeah. Jermon uh, Bushrod going down. I mean, do you, do you feel that that affects it out, outside of your numbers? Isn't that something that's going to – he's your left tackle. Bushrod was a 5.5 wow. um, in, even, in the rating, even this which late is pretty good. No, that's good. Which is pretty good. So, yeah, it does affect it. There's some shifting. But the offensive line, I mean, the point is the offensive line is not the problem. 
The offensive line is not the issue. I'll tell you some of the issues that I see, Al. I, I see uh, the injuries to the wide receivers. Well, we only have two wide receivers, and we have maybe 1.5 with some of the uh, limping we've had going on lately. Right. But you look at Martellus Bennett, another gem, one of the highest tight yeah, ends in football right now. He's got he's got a positive score of 8.2 overall, which is great among tight ends. I think no, it's, it's about fantastic. fourth or fifth. So the tight end's not the problem. You start looking at the receivers, uh, Brandon Marshall, he doesn't score very high. He's, uh, he's a 3.0 overall, Elshon Jeffrey a 1.0. Um, Jeffrey better in the passing game as far as catching. Brandon Marshall scoring extremely high in the run block game at okay. 4.4. So, well, they're not tearing it up numbers-wise and statistic-wise. As a matter of fact, there's a lot of talk, especially if you're a fantasy football uh, fan, what's going on with Marshall after a, a couple catches last week for, I think, 40 yards or so. Yeah. Um, this week, he should be able to play well. We're not playing a great Atlanta defense. We well, should be able to get some yards. Al, I, great, I got great news according to this article from uh, the Tribune from Rich Campbell. He says that uh, Brandon Marshall has proclaimed himself at full strength. So we're good to go, brother. The injury, it, he, I guess it's taken a couple weeks to get it rolling. His okay. numbers, as you are a numbers guy, they've been down, of course. He hasn't broken 100 yet. Heck, he hasn't broken 80 yards yet, yet Al, in a game. Wow. And a lot of that was, I guess, he re-aggravated it against the Jets. Of course, you know, uh, going into the San Francisco game, they were a game-time decision. In fact, that morning, you and I had both heard that he, uh, that he and Jeffrey weren't going to play that game. Well, he had to beg the doctor to give him the game-time decision thing Yeah, and just knew that adrenaline would help him get through at that point. So that's the only reason why he even played in that game, which he had the three touchdowns for not even 50 yards. That was fantastic because the defense was creating turnovers. Yeah, but at what point is you sit this guy? I mean, if he's hurt, if he wants to play and he's hurt, you've got to at some point say, hey – I'm the coach of this team. I know you're a big part of our offense. We need you healthy. Sit down for a week. Get better. Come back stronger so we can build this team around you. Brandon Marshall just does what he wants. Well, apparently he says that last week they, uh, they did some things that uh, sped up the process. So looks like it's going to be all right. What did he do that sped up the process? I don't know Nobody what he did. He said we did gotta... some things. They don't tell you that. Have you heard Tressman? They're very foggy about the injuries. The accidental injury that happened to your yeah. mother, Bushwad. Very mysterious. Yeah. I don't even understand it. Okay, so you look at that whole team, right? And there's only one position left to look at, and that's Jay Cutler, who a lot of people, myself included, was excited going into the season for, saying, hey, maybe this guy could be a top-five quarterback. Yeah. This guy's definitely a top-ten quarterback. Uh-huh. Right now, as it stands, now Pro Football Focus, they have a, a quarterback rating system that's better than the standard rating system. It takes in more into account, such as drop passes, throwaways, spikes, yards in the air. Um, it's a, it's a gr- better adjustment to the old formula. Right now, the number one football quarterback, the number one quarterback in football, is Aaron Rodgers. Last week, you told me it was uh, the kid in Indiana- Indianapolis. Well, he is great Look. for fantasy. So Aaron Rodgers is number one. Aaron Rodgers is number one with a one point two or one hundred two point two seven. Russell Wilson's right behind him, one hundred two point sixteen. Philip Rivers. There's a guy who used to have words with Jay Cutler. Remember? Yeah, both those guys are kind of the same yeah, level quarterback. They're not He's one hundred one point eight right now, with a good Jeez. San Diego football team. Jay Cutler, some of the best receivers in football, the best tight end in football, a top five offensive line, Clark. And you know where he's ranked? Where? He's number nineteen. He's what? Okay. The only quarterbacks worse than Jay Cutler right now are Ryan Fitzpatrick, Ryan Tannehill, Tom Brady, surprisingly, Jake Brady's Locker, Derek Card, Nick Foles, Emmanuel. And Geno Smith. Okay. It's embarrassing. Ah, we, 
we knew what we had. We knew he was about no, a middle we, of the pack, top 15. Middle uh, of the pack is not 19, he'll Clark. Get, he'll, he's right on the cusp. He'll, he'll get right back there. He's on numbers the cusp wise. of terrible. Where's he at numbers-wise? He's going to be What right. number? What number do you want? I'll tell you what. He can't be pa- – where's, where's he at? Uh, his yards. Yards per game. He's, he's, at, uh, he's only at right now 1,295 yards. Do the math. What, you want yards per game? No, no, no. It's fine. Because I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I, uh, I touchdowns. Still... Touchdowns. He's doing real well there. Not really. I'll no. tell you what. He's a dang fine fantasy quarterback. Well, he does have 12 picks. You're right. What? He's on the higher end of uh, touchdown passes thrown. Oh, okay. But yeah. right. Interception, sure. He's at six. Look, the bottom line is... Andrew look, Luck, 14 touchdown passes, six picks. Who would you rather have right now? Come on. I'd rather have Andrew Luck. Of course. Of course, but he's not available. That, that's just the thing. Austin Davis. We, we Do we even talk, know who Austin Davis plays listen, for? Listen, we could talk your numbers all that you uh-huh. We can sit here and talk all about Austin Davis playing for the St. Louis Rams. That's correct. He has been named the starter for the rest of the season. Of course I know who he is. Come he's on. got a 95 passer rating. I tried to pick him up in fantasy. Well, you should have gotten him. The Bears should have gotten him. You got your numbers. You can look at all of those. What it comes down to is you can't give the ball away at the end of the game. You can't do it, Jay. We knew, we knew that's what we were getting from Cutler. When, when you signed him, you know he's going to throw the interceptions. You can't do it, especially with the defense and with the special teams that's as bad as it is right now. Al, tell me about the special teams. You got some, some numbers on them? Well, I do. Where as a matter of fact, it's funny you mention that. They're horrible. What was that opening play of the game last week? The only special teams worse than us right now are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Your Lovey Smith coached football wow. team. That's it's pretty funny. The only team that's worse. They're at the bottom of the line. Hey, Billy, what's up? Yeah. Billy's a big uh, Buccaneers fan. He's, of course, our draft specialist. Yeah, he joined Security us Security for the evening. Yeah. Billy Ray Kyrus. <sighs> Billy and I made a big trade. Anyone uh, a fan or not a fan of the Ahmad Bradshaw I got for Russell Wilson. But Russell Wilson was my third-string quarterback. Come on. So I got a bit of a gambling problem, as you know. Yeah. And uh, I, I recently signed up with DraftKings. Well, I went ahead last night and I drafted a, a golf team for the competitive golf going on right now. And I've never, I have no idea. I just based it on pure numbers. And right now, with no knowledge, I am currently 100th out of 469. You're in the top half. And I'm winning 50 cents. That a boy. You, Although I wager $2. So earlier this afternoon, you were up $8. I was up to $8 earlier. Up to $8. The scoring was great. But your, your other fantasy DraftKings, the football one, uh, week one, you netted yourself like 350 bucks. Yeah, and week one was big, and then I lost $10 last week. And, yeah, of uh, course. This week, I, I have all my eggs in one basket. I've done the thing, the great thing all great gamblers do. You just take all your money, you take all your winnings, and you just bet it on one big game. Hey. So hopefully it comes through. <laughs> So we got anybody so out well there listening to us, watching us, give us a call at 888-787-4827. It's 888-787-4827. Tweet us at Larcher Lawrenson. Uh, you can text us on the text line. That's 773-559-5189. So Atlanta is who we're facing this week. They bumped the game yes. from three to, uh, from uh, noon to 3 o'clock. Yeah. I'm a little upset about that. I'll be all right with that. I'm going to Great America. Are you? Yeah. When's the last time you've been to Great America? About 12 years. Wow. Uh, the Superman ride was new. They, uh, they had a day before it opened where they gave anyone named Clark or Kent, uh, you got into the park for free and you could ride the Superman. This sounds made up. It's not made up. You, you had to send in forms and show them proof of, uh, of your date of birth. I had to like copy my driver's license, send it to them, send it back. I couldn't go the day that it happened. What is going on at Great America? They're what giving is- out free Superman rides if your name is uh, Clark. When they opened wow. the Batman, I bet they gave them out to anyone named Bat. No, Alfred. And I got a free ride. Yeah, right on. 
Yeah, last time I went to Great America, I was—I mean, I was a lot heavier. I'm still heavy, but I was a lot heavier, and I, it didn't quite feel like there were enough clicks when the like the shoulder harnesses would go. So I officially retired. I haven't been back since. Wow. Jeez. See, Jan Hooks died today. Yeah, uh, you had to remind me who she was. She's Saturday Night Live, right? She was Saturday Night Live, and I couldn't really remember anything she was in. But like, you see her picture, you remember her. Holy cow, I just jumped to $3 in the golf game. Oh, my gosh. There's the update. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, breaking, I am up a dollar. breaking news. Jeez. It's such a it's it's a hard market. The market fluctuates, you know? Yeah. You excited about these bulls? No, not really. You're not excited at all? You, you usually all positive and happy and ready for championships? No, brothers, it, it's going to be all right. Uh, things are looking good. Uh Started out the preseason. The uh, the kid, look, I got I got the notes that you were talking about earlier. Mirotic, uh, he has some potential. Not uh-huh. not he hasn't really played uh, a full game very well. In fact, three quarters of it hasn't gone so well for him so far. But uh, we'll see. He's a heck of a shooter, and the guys sure talk him up. I don't know if that's for trade purposes or what. It seems pretty suspect. A lot of the Bulls players, no, all of them talking about how good he is, and then uh, he gets out there and, and he didn't perform. Yeah. So I don't know if they were trying to build him up to maybe trade him or what have you. Uh, did you see it today? Coach Thibbs gave, he gave uh, Derek Rose the day off. Okay. Yeah. That makes uh, Tressman a little nervous because he gives everyone everybody off and then they don't play well. Yeah, so. but this probably wasn't to open up a restaurant. Are you sure Derek Rose he isn't hurt? He didn't. Sh- no, he's fine. Are you positive? He's fine, Al. Hey, give me a it's percentage. Just- How much percentage do you think Derek Rose is right now? I think he's. I think he's a hundred. A hundred percent. Hundred percent. Ask him. It's a hundred and ten. I don't know good. how he gets it. Because uh, if he drops under eighty, he can't play. I don't, how much confidence do I have in this app? It's about a C. I'm right around a C. About a 79%, right right there. Is that a C plus? Well, what, 75%? Yeah. Yeah, that would be a... Bogasol right looks as. pretty capable for him. Okay. If Even you, at his age. If you like basketball, if you like well-coached basketball, and you like Thibodeau's system, he's got a lot of pieces right now. He's got a lot of uh, opportunities to plug and play and see what happens. And if Derrick Rose can go ahead and play to the level he once did... I mean, there are chances. The N- NBA is in flux right now. Hey, uh, if you had to guess what player uh, Coach Thibodeau said had swag, which player would you guess that he would say has swag? Jack Swagger. That is correct. Uh, Chad, would you would you know? Uh, Chad's going to be on the show. It's actually Jimmy McBuckets. Oh, Jimmy McBuckets. No, oh, the rookie. He's, he uh, he he says that uh, Coach Thibs is known for his irony. <laughs> he knows where the confidence comes from, work and preparation. That's what he says about him. What do we call it now? Swag. Wow, Coach Thibs, getting it done. That's heavy stuff. Now I feel confident about this season. That just totally changed my demeanor. Yes, sir. According to my notes, we're going to the uh, celebrity section here. <laughs> Guy Fieri. Well, this is, yeah, we're supposed to have Guy Fieri here right now. It just screws everything up. He was going to talk about sandwiches. He really, he, I swear to God, it was in his contract to come tonight. He was going to bring us both eggplant sandwiches, and we were going to eat them at this point and enjoy them and talk about these sandwiches. For, for 30 bucks, is that what we were going to get? Sandwiches and Guy Fieri? Well, he told me, he's like, hey, if you guys could plug the sandwich shop, 
Maybe my boss won't make me pay for the sandwiches this time. What's with so, the impersonators hanging out together? I don't know. They have like some kind of union. There's a bar that only all the impersonators go to. Really? Yeah, it's on Belmont. Let's go. It's on Belmont and like um, Central. You go there and it's just the whole bar is, is impersonators. If we, all do, kinds. if we do a show from there, we don't have to pay anybody to come, to come do our show. They'd all be there. That's true, yeah. Of course, it's an audio podcast usually, so that'll work out real well. Yeah, but... I I just thought the Guy Fieri guy would be interesting to talk to. You know, what? what's his favorite team? Don't you want to know what an impersonator of Guy Fieri likes? Yeah. Hey, I got a tweet at the Larcher Lawrence in here, brother. You want to go to a little social media? All right. Yeah, let's uh, rip that tweet off. Well, hang on. It, uh, here's the question from uh, DT McGrath, at DT McGrath. Cutler is trending towards Jeff George and away from Brett Favre. It's, wow. more of a, it's more of a commentary on, on earlier, I guess. Well, if you look at this, of, of, of Brett Favre, of his history, when he started out, he was a lot like Jay Cutler. He had the talent, but he just didn't have the, the know-how. And it wasn't until the Packers went to a West Coast, Mike Sherman coached offense, that really brought him to life. And what are we doing right now? We're playing the same damn offense, and it's not. Nothing is changing. Uh, Jeff George, of course, also coached by the great... Mark Tressman. Really? Where, where at? I think the Raiders. No kidding. Yeah, pretty sure. I don't the, the quarterback whisperer. He's going to make Jay Cutler uh, MVP. He, I think he gave Jeff George his greatest season ever by whispering sweet nothings into his air about growing balls and whatnot. And it worked for him. It's not working for Jay Cutler. And, again, 19th right now. I, can't, I mean, I can't stress that enough. He's at 19th. He's an 83 passer rating. What do you do? What do, you, do you put in the rookie at this point? No, you don't. I mean, you're stuck with this guy. Don't let the numbers fool you. It's not a five, six-year deal. It's a three-year contract. This is year one of three. 53 guaranteed. All right. One of three right now. All right. I I, I mean, I don't know. I can't see him getting better. He does have talent. There are moments where you say, wow, Jay Cutler is the man. Jay Cutler is going to get us to the promised land. Jay Cutler is going to make magic. And you believe in him, and you get so excited, and you get so focused, and you, you, want, you run out and you get a damn Jay Cutler jersey, and then he throws a pick to an offensive lineman, defensive lineman, and you don't know what the hell's going on, and then they blow the game, and you're ready to kill the guy. And then you're, you're upset. Were, were you upset with Matt Forte? No. Cost no. the game. It did cost us the game, but, I mean, that's such a mistake Matt Forte never makes that you've got to excuse the one time. I mean, if it becomes a problem, yeah. I mean, I'll start getting upset, but... No, I, We're not in that game if it's not for Matt Forte. What's that? We weren't in that game if it wasn't for Matt Forte. No, I agree he with you. He was all over the place. He was catching game. balls left and right. Well, the whole pro- my whole issue right now is uh, what's going on at halftime. The same thing happened the week before against the Packers. Three points in the last two weeks of football against the Packers in Carolina. Uh, they have more interceptions than they do points in the second half of football games the last two weeks, Al. And you can't That's tell me Ron Rivera can out-scheme Mark Tressman, but... You go into halftime, you're dominating a football game, you come out of halftime, they make adjustments, you're not making any adjustments, and you get crushed. I mean, it doesn't. what is happening? Now, we've spent a couple, couple years now, a couple seasons, you and I talking about how smart this guy is with, with Trestman. Well, what's going on? What is the issue? Is he not an NFL head coach? I think he, he gave him a job before. He got the job up, up north and, and could get the job done up there. Right. In, in an inferior league. Yeah. No, I, I, maybe he's just not a head coach. Uh, maybe he's just a great Canadian coach. Maybe that's all he'll ever be. I, I hope that's wrong. I got another. I got another message here. Uh, 
Twitter uh, from uh, at Miss Chad Briggs. How are the chicken fingers here? <laughs> How are the chicken fingers here? Let getting, me tell you. Free range, buddy. Free range. They are delicious. And uh, the large listed sports show would like an order of uh, chicken wings, if that's possible. Could I have uh, chicken fingers? Could I have chicken fingers? How about that? Chicken fingers. Do we have wings? No, we have fingers. <laughs> I would now. Now you. Hey, did you hear about this uh, guy named Mayhem who caused mayhem today? Oh boy, what's that? Jason Mayhem Miller. He was uh, one of these UFC fighters. They get, I don't know, they get together and they, they hit each other on the TV show. We are. And, uh, we had his brother on our show a few times. Cole, right? Cole. Cole I don't know if he's. Re- yeah. Are they related? They're no. cousins. They're, they're third cousins. Are they singing cousins or? I'm, I'm they're not. Cousins. Quite, they're not sure. They're not kissing. Uh, definitely. Let's no not idea. say that. All right. So they may or may not be related. Is the issue. Well, anyways, this guy woke up this morning and he thought it'd be a good idea to get naked, go to church. Rob Church, and then have a standoff with the police and broadcast it live on Twitter, which, by the way, for my money, was the most entertaining tweets of the day. Well, any audience that we have right now is going to switch right over to this right now. Well, now he's arrested. He is in custody. Oh, he is? Yeah, they finally, they finally arrested him after he, uh, he caused... His name is Mayhem. Usually yeah. when a guy goes by Mayhem, you, you, you can kind of expect that. So I'm, I'm guessing the, the tweeting has come to end? Yeah, yeah. No, he's in custody now. All right. Reminds me of uh, Alonzo Spellman. Remember when he got yeah. naked and was running down the street in the snow? Yeah, I do. R- remember when Chicago wasn't very welcoming to uh, to anybody who had issues like that? Like Spellman ended up playing for the Cowboys. A right. lot of guys, uh, former Bears, ended up playing for the Cowboys after this. The Bears day. used to have a very clean organization. Tommy Harris had a rough one, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and now they're taking their chances a little bit more. Now we don't care. You're a thug, yeah. we'll pick you up. It's okay. You uh, go to football. Sam Hurd a couple years ago. If there's a thug out there right now or a drug dealer who can play safety, I highly recommend you go ahead and send your application to uh, Phil Emery at the Bears. You could definitely use it. The, uh, the Cubbies uh, sent out an email yesterday, Al, about the neighborhood. I know that... Uh, this is something that catches your interest all the time. Something causing traffic? Uh, well, uh, there is a little bit of traffic news there. Update on vehicle and pedestrian traffic. He says uh, the last few weeks, portions of Waveland and Sheffews, they've been closed, closed to traffic. What did I say, Waveland and Sheffews? <laughs> pedestrian traffic, thanks. Remains this. Uh, it's open on the sidewalks. See, you can still walk by. It's all the initial stage to update the bleacher section. Great. Come on now. They're going to put up the new uh, the new scoreboard. Everything's going to be Listen, great. I know how Chicago works. That just means like six months of traffic and potholes. That's all that means. Good news for you, though. The Cubs have committed to playing in Wrigley Field during the four-year restoration uh, expansion plan. So they're going to continue to be here, and they're going to be contending by the end of next year. You heard Theo say it last week. My man, Thee, we were tweeting earlier today, and uh, he, he's very much, he believes that this is going to be a great year for them. They possibly can make the playoffs next year. Yeah, well, maybe you could mention to him that, uh, that maybe he shouldn't be making promises about winning divisions next year. I mean, I, I really think they have a chance. Don't get me wrong. I really like what they're doing, but, geez. They picked themselves up a new hitting coach after Bill Miller quit on them this week. They got a, a Chicago native. No relation to Jason Miller. John Malley. Is it pronounced Malley or Maley? I didn't hear I it. I believe it's Maley. Maley? To cover up uh, Bill Mueller. What would you say? I missed that. 
No, no, I just said he's not related to Mayhem Miller. Oh, it's actually Bill Miller, but he he's one of those who spells it Mueller and pronounces it Miller. Yeah. Oh. Sorry. My uh didn't know those people existed. My lady friend uh not doesn't take peculiar to Yeah. Well why would you pronounce it Miller? That's how they do it. I crazy. That's how they do it. This world coming to. Moving on. 888-787-4827 is the phone number. Please call us. Uh, we will be taking questions today, shortly, whenever you'd like. If anybody here has a question, um, I have a microphone in my hand here. Um, if, if you would like to ask us a question at any point, about anything, really. I mean, we're a sports show, but uh, Al here can answer any question with a single word. Not a single word. I usually take a lot of words, but All right, I will, he, I'll answer anything. Listen, I'm an open book. All right. Fine. You just you ask, we'll I will give you a straight here. answer. Take it up on the Twitter. Uh, I have the chat room open at Blog Talk Radio uh, at the bottom that I'm trying to keep an eye on a little bit. Take a look there. Uh, as always, thank you for listening. Our special episode number 100 here can be found on iTunes at any point. Can be found um, on Stitcher Radio as well. That's where you can find us. Wonderful. Welcome. She can't set a smoke this week. <laughs> I don't know what that does to the mayor race, but well, being a man of the uh, of the uh, the weight loss measures and whatnot, and we've talked a lot about it on the show in the past. Uh, she had to go to Mexico to have her surgery done. That's why I should be mayor of the city, and she shouldn't. So the, the I had my weight loss surgery done right here in the city. It's not a, they say it's not a stroke. But running for but mayor. But they said is, the same thing about Stroger, and he was, right. you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll see. Yeah. Adrian Peterson. Uh, did you see this? <laughs> Who? Adrian Peterson. He, uh, he used to be running back over in Minnesota. He got busted for, uh, for getting a, a stick to his kid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you don't do that, okay? And they arrested him. And the, the whole thing's played out. And I, really, he should be playing football. I, I don't know. You know what? Get well, this kid counseling. Teach him what he did wrong, and let's play football. The, the situation today was he had a he had a test uh, coming up, and shortly before this, he admitted to uh, to smoking shortly before this test, didn't he? Yeah. He yeah. smoked some weed. Yeah. Adrian Peterson is your great the greatest running back possibly potential to be in no. football, and uh, he's smoking weed. If somebody told you that you would maybe have a chance of playing in the NFL again if you just stayed clean during your probation. How would you handle such a situation, Al? I would like to think. Think again. Uh huh. And I'm always over with him, and it's like he's like, "Hey, yeah, um, I can't do that because I got my probation officer. I got to take a pee test tomorrow." Yeah. But he's like, "No, oh, I think I could beat it." Because <laughs> there's only a twenty percent chance they actually right. take the pee. So right. he he plays the odds like. On uh, Kings, but he's doing it with prison time, which I've never really like. I think I would be too cautious. I'd be paranoid. Yeah. So, gentlemen, we have a question and or comment from the field. Okay. So I think this year it was pretty obvious the Bears were going to be the big hope, and we had a lot of high hopes into the season. It's not looking so great for him right now. So, in your opinion, who's the next Chicago team to make a deep run? Blackhawks starts today. Are we staying with them, or is it going to be another team? This 7.30 night, Blackhawks, they take to the ice. 
And uh, there's no doubt. I mean, if you're looking for something, if you're looking for a, a winner, you got to start thinking uh, because as much faith as I have in the Bulls to actually put together a good team, they're nowhere near as close as the Blackhawks are, who are still contenders. Um, we had a chance last year. We got a chance this year. So, yeah, look, as much as I, I would love to say that it's the Chicago Cubs right now, they're close. They're, they're a lot closer than a lot of people. 2016, it's coming around. It, it's obviously the Blackhawks. How do you pronounce that kid's name? Is it uh, Tuevo? Tuevo? You think he'll be? I'm looking behind you, Chad Briggs. You're always thinking I'm looking at you. Uh, no, uh, Tuevo. Uh, when he gets back up later, Tuevo? Did I say that right? Teravainen, sure. we'll go with that. Okay, that'll work. Yeah. I think that's correct. I think it is Teravainen. I don't know. He's spending some time out in Rockford. I, I actually I picked up an article uh. out of the uh, Register Star earlier out of Rockford, Illinois, and I really couldn't find anything about him. So it didn't go as planned. Stayed at a motel one in Rockford. They certainly didn't mention how to pronounce it. <laughs> now, in all honesty, I can be more to, uh, to watch the Blackhawks play a little bit this year. We'll see. And then uh, the Chicago Bears, they'll win another game. Well, that'll happen. They will win another game. That's statistically accurate. Do you think they'll win Atlanta? I, you know, they. this is a must win. I mean, as much as you hate to say that, you know, a couple games in the season, this is a must win. You start falling behind now. I mean, you got Green Bay, what, in two weeks, two, three weeks? Yeah. I mean, we still got to play the Lions twice. The Lions play good football. I know Scott's happy about that. Do not they're, – they're playing the Patriots coming up too, right? They got the Patriots in, I think, New England. Do not play them after they get really upset at everybody. Did right. you see what they did to Cincinnati the yes. other night? Just they came out. A.J. Green, for you fantasy owners, not playing this week. Very unlikely. So, something to get worried about. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, again, it is our 100th episode. Thank you so much for being here, guys. We appreciate you all being here live. Um, thank you again. I think that... Uh, we got another question we, from the field. Oh, definitely. hang on. Oh, your, your microphone's on. Hey, what's your name? My name's Lincoln. Hey, Lincoln, how you doing? Uh, I'm fine. How are you? Oh, good. Uh, now the talks start tonight, I've just realized the over-under is 52.5 on the season wins. Which way do you sway that way out of 80 games? Well, take it the over. I like yeah. it. I'm gonna I'm gonna need a little bit of help, Scotty. Well, you, you're gonna go over, right? All right, Scott Cooley, uh, extravagant extravagant manager around here. He says the under, so then I'll take the over. Yeah. Yeah. I think the yeah, I'll go the over. Where you going over under? You just oh, we'll go over. Yeah. All right. I, I like think it's it. safe, bet. Yeah. Yeah. And this is from a guy who right now is leading in his golf league. So <laughs> if I could trap the fantasy golf team to lead me to the front. Oh, no. Jack, never mind. I'm out, of, I'm out of money. Never mind. Did you, like, did you lose all of your winnings? No, I just I dropped out of contention. There's still golf left to be played. Do football winnings go as well? Like, does it, like is it one account that you play it all with? Well, it's, it's a it's a fluctuating market, so as it goes, you, you win a lot, and then it slowly starts dwindling until you hope the bleeding stops and your team wins. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty happy about uh, what we have going on in the show here in the second half hour. 
an exciting half an hour that's I mean, be. that first 35 minutes or so just well, was flew just by. was warm-up. I mean, that was the preseason, the actual Hutchins well, show. you can't give it away is, is what I always say. Just uh, hold on to hold on to the good stuff. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm, I'm looking at Green Bay. I'm looking at the Lions, and according to Pro Football Focus, um, Green Bay, they're on the positive side as far as offense. they got 11 points where um, Detroit's sitting at negative 3.7, and you're high – your negative is uh, negative 59. That's how bad a team is. And that's the Jets at offense. Um, oh, I'm sorry. The Buffalo Bills are at negative 60. My God. Believe it or not, statistically, the best offense in football is the Cleveland Browns. So, wow. What the huge hell Browns is going on here. in the NFL right that's now? That's amazing. Um, of course, on the other end, the Browns are terrible at defense, which is um, Giants number one at defense. But... Packers, uh, they're sitting at a negative 3.7. Lions are at a plus 22, one of the better defenses. So you have one of the better offenses in the uh, Packers, one of the better defenses in the Lions. Bears are in trouble. Bears are in trouble. Uh, i got to send a uh, quick shout-out to Kirkland, Illinois, to Hiawatha High School, my alma mater. Al Larcher, tomorrow, uh, my high school, the Hiawatha Hawks guys. Are they putting your name in the banisters? They No. The hundredth show banner, nothing. No. Tomorrow they could win their fifth game, and that makes you playoff eligible here. And uh, they have a shot. So uh, in my hometown, the Hawks. Is this at shot put or what's this? Uh, what? Uh, football. Oh. Yeah. Football. Uh, we, we went. We went one in seventeen. Uh, through my junior senior year there. I was gonna say one in seventeen is a lot for a season of. Nine. We won the first game our junior year. Didn't win a game after that. Now. I, I know that, like, when I was in high school, or you, you watch the bigger schools, like, alumni wear their jerseys there. Mm-hmm. What age is, like, too old to wear your jersey to, to, uh, to an alumni night at a high school football game? I was looking for my jersey in the closet the other day. I couldn't find it. But well, I mean, I went to a 1A school. I don't know what 7 and 8A schools are like. like do you well, just wear as somebody who went to a, a big school. You did, right? Yeah, yeah. Palatine. Yeah. 6A, I think. So at what age? I wore number fifty four before fifty four was cool around these parts, right? Right. Like well before. Matter of fact, like the Guy Fieri impersonator claimed that Guy Fieri <laughs> stole his look. I think Erlacher stole your number. I did. He he saw a picture of me. I guarantee it. Uh, but I saw the kid who's wearing it now. Like that would just be weird because there's kids wearing. it. I'm not just going to show up at the game. Well, now you're night. just a creepy old man. I know. Right. That's what I'm saying. I can't do it. No, you're part of that history. No. You'd be like, I used to suck. You're awesome. <laughs> Uh, way to carry this team. One of my sister's good friends, it's her kid, that, uh, that wears the number. I saw it on Facebook. Is that weird that I know this? You're stalking the kid on not Facebook. not stalking it's the kid on Facebook. Officially weird it now. It just shows up. That's, I not Facebook. Facebook. I do. I take, I take, I take like two-week break. I think it's, it's, it's very important for, for that. <laughs> I'm trying. It was in my vows. That's important. I mean, you should hold yourself to those vows. That's usually what a vow is. Gentlemen, Uh we've got another question from the field, if you have a moment. I do. Yeah. Thanks. So I don't know what you've talked about, but I'm just curious of your opinion. What do you think about the Ryan Tannenhill matchup with the depleted Green Bay secondary this weekend? Do you think the Dolphins have a chance? (sighs) Is this a fantasy question by chance? No, it's just I was thinking about it, dwelling all day, actually. So let's look at the Green Bay numbers and let's look at Tannehill. <laughs> we might as well, right? Uh, Green Bay right now 
when it comes to actual pass coverage, they rank a 7.7, which is actually modest. Um, they're terrible against the run, not so much against the pass. One sucks is a little missing because they are actually covering the pass fairly well, as the Bears can. And, um, yeah, I, he should be able to do okay, but I, I mean, if there's other options, I definitely would. Like, if, you, if I'm the Dolphins, I would start thinking of other options. <laughs> Basically, we hope so. I mean, we, we can't have them winning any games right now. Uh, the Bears just can't, can't afford anything like that. Uh, the Lions losing last week should have been better news than it was. Yeah. It just didn't seem very important, even though Jim Schwartz carried off the field up there. Did you see that? They should have trapped uh, him. Defensive coordinator now for Buffalo. They just, carried him off the field. I'm beginning to think that maybe a better option would have been for him to go to a division rival. He is a disgusting well, human being, and I, I just I wish horrible things to Perkins. Would you take former Lions coach Jim Schwartz as the defensive coordinator right now over Mel Tucker? No. We already have an undisciplined team. What, okay. how, why do we get worse than discipline? I'm, I'm just asking. Uh, I it's up and down on Tucker. It does. It seems like his blitzes are always picked up. What? We were supposed to have this whole what new blitzes? thing going on. He doesn't on. blitz. Yeah, I know. And he t- thinks the front four are going to get there. Oh, yeah. Continue now. Now, I do have to say, we've been really missing, uh, what's his name, the big guy who came from Dallas who went out. Ratliff. Uh, Ratliff. Ratliff was actually, and if you look at his um, his grade out, he's graded very high. He was doing damn well. And uh, I, he practiced a little this week, and I'm hoping Radcliffe does get back because there's no pressure. There's absolutely no pressure. You know, you have a questionable secondary. You have absolutely no safety help. And if you're going to give a quarterback all the time in the world, well, bad things are going to happen. And that's exactly what is happening to the Bears team. Well, it used to happening. The, the teams that have good quarterbacks, once they got to the Packers, it just it didn't go well, you know? Al, I just want to spend a, send another thank you to Trader Tots for having us out here. Uh, they're doing the drink specials, the Larcher and Lawrence and Lemonade, a hold of it. It's delicious. Uh, you can grab a couple other things tonight as well. Guys, thank you for being here. Yeah, absolutely. Trader Wonderful. Tots, 3216 North Sheffield. Wonderful times. Uh, yeah, I'd like to uh, thank Todd and Virginia for having us out here tonight. Wonderful people. Do great work with the Treehouse Foundation. Um, with Comedy Accident, with our group, they've given us rehearsal space and uh, it's taken care of us. Uh, wonderful people, wonderful human beings. Trader Todd's a great place. Always a good time. And we have karaoke here tonight. There you go. After the sports action, we'll get ready to sing because it's going to be nonstop uh, fun times. No doubt about it. A lot it. of queen tonight, I have a feeling. Uh, you mentioned Comedy Accident in our comedy group. We have that Halloween show coming up October 25th. Down at the Underground Lounge, uh, 910 West Newport Avenue, the Underground Lounge in the basement there. Just give us five bucks. You can come in and catch. we got quite a show. The Halloween show, it's October 25th. Come check it out. And then October 28th, Chad Briggs is going to be at the uh, Chicago Underground Comedy Special at the Beat Kitchen, where I once saw the great comedian Rudy Ray Moore, Dolomite, wow. do a stand-up set over there at the Beat Kitchen. So, I mean, that's how Chad Briggs is going to be performing the same place as uh, Rudy, the great Rudy Ray Moore, the there late great Dolomite. It's kind of like my performance down at the uh, Ryman Auditorium. That's true. You, Pretty similar. You threw up in the same uh, toilet as Johnny Cash. Yeah. It's impressive. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Chad Briggs, he's got, uh, they're doing some movies. I don't know. He'll talk about it, I'm sure. There's some scary movies, uh, Halloween-related, I would assume. When's he, when's he going to talk I think about there's an Easter it? thing in there. But uh, in a little bit, I would, I would hope soon. Yeah. 
Because I'm not going to lie. I, I mean, I got nothing. What'd you find there? With what? You have your numbers all over the place. There's numbers everywhere, but numbers are numbers unless you want to use them to make a point. I have these note cards everywhere. It's going pretty well so far. <laughs> oh, there's the specials one. It was behind my drink. There we go. Uh, it's free-range chicken. Did you say that already? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Free-range chicken and then the cows, they're, oh. they're grass-fed. Yeah, that's the one I was looking for. I got some uh, sports real estate news. Okay. Uh, Ted Lilly, mm-hmm. who uh, left the Cubs back in 2010, is selling his Lakeview home for $2.1 million. 2.1. 2.1. <laughs> is there a pool? Or? Say, yeah, there is. You know how many bathrooms? Um, well, it's 5,400 square feet. He bought it for uh, right about that back in, uh, he had it built in 2007 for the uh, same price. He's been renting it out lately. It's here in, in Lakeview. At the same time, Joe Kim Noah, real estate still, of your Chicago Bulls, just, uh, he paid almost $3 million for his new place. 7,000 square foot right down near the United Center. Hey, did you see the dad on 7th Heaven was a pedophile? Yeah, that is insane. Wow. What is that? Where did that come from? Uh, I have no all of a sudden, idea. I wake up yesterday, and it's all over, Facebook. I don't know what's happening in this world. I can always tell when you're excited about something. I get a text, and it's like reading a headline and nothing else. It's just like, the dad on 7th Heaven uh, is a pedophile. What do I do with that? You share it, you know? You make a conversation with the cab driver. Jesus. Or you use it to segue. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. I almost forgot to, to bring this this up, right? So the other day I told a few friends of mine, a couple of them are here, uh, somebody listening at home, that uh, I thought my, my segue office, I, I spent a lot of time. I see, I'm like, that Jimmy Butler over there. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler of the uh, and right. I, I thought it was. I grabbed a picture like a stalker, but a bad stalker because it was the worst picture that you'd ever grab. Uh, it was very TMZ. I uh, I took a picture and uh, I uh, I took a picture of. I'm sorry. Uh, I, where was that? You took a picture of some guy you thought was Jimmy Butler. I think that's where we're going. It was him. I was almost positive. Oh. I watched the game that night, and it was him. Then yesterday morning, I'm at work a little bit early, about eight o'clock. That's real early, by the way. Do you have the picture? No, I don't. Well, I have it. I can show you. I can show you. I'll show you in a few minutes, and we'll we'll put it on the Why website so those of you listening at home can uh, can get a get a get a clip of this. Uh, he uh, he parked his car and went inside, and I was like, oh, that's that's weird. I'm not trying to stalk you because I'm not a Jimmy Butler stalker. Uh, and he went inside, cool, what else the morning? Well, then he didn't come out, and then some other lady got in the car. Well, then all of a sudden, Jimmy Butler pulls back. He was the valet. Jimmy Butler was the valet? He was the valet yesterday morning. It took me three more cars to figure it out, but he was the valet. It was weird. <laughs> when I first noticed he wasn't quite he wasn't quite tall enough. I was like, eh, but I'm on the other side well, of the street. What was he wearing? Did I he have like a valet I didn't, I didn't have a ruler. I didn't check how tall people were over there. Valet. So that's my update. Wow. He was. Well, one time I saw... That's real. I saw... Uh, he Jimmy, wore a nice coat. Was it... Quality quote? I mean, well, it was a what? We should hook him like up a with Guy coat? Fieri. If we hooked him up with him, they have a business. It's good to go. You could have had our out tonight. We could have had the Jimmy Buffalo Butler uh, car parker. Well, that's funny. You should talk to the guy across the street who runs the uh, parking. Store. I was really thinking about going over and asking him if he'd be on the podcast for our hundredth episode. I really was. I once saw Jimmy 
Jimmy Buffett, and he held up the uh, Stanley Cup with Patrick Kane. Wow. Hey, do you want to take a quick phone call, and then we'll head on over to... Uh, what? Yes, please. All right, yeah. And then we'll head on over to uh, maybe bring Chad Briggs up here. But let's go to a phone call. There is a fellow listening. His name is Mark. Mark, how you doing? Hello? Hey, uh, long-time caller, first-time listener. Nice. Uh, Got a couple quick questions. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Got a couple quick questions. Uh, First one, what are your thoughts about Devin Hester coming uh, to meet up with the Bears this weekend? Good question. Uh, Second yeah, and the second one, quick follow-up. Uh, uh, can you explain to me the trade value of Chris Johnson? Uh, I'm going to hang up, and I'll, I'll listen uh, for the answer. <laughs> All right, if you want to hang up and listen, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> see you later, Mark. He's been calling for a long time. Oh, no, time I'm sorry. It, it, it's Esther- Clark. Hester scares me. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, Hester, I mean, you saw what Steve Smith did against Carolina. Right. You know, there's a player. He wants to go in. He wants to prove himself. Hester, I know he's very hard to understand, but they got a translator this week. And they found out he said that he didn't like Jay Cutler. So he doesn't like Jay Cutler. He made that public. He he wasn't happy with the Bears organization. He made that public. Um, He felt he was misused. He was mistreated. He was abused. And... uh, you know, I mean, bad bad things happened for him when he was here as a bear. So now he's got a fresh start, a new home. He's in Atlanta. And we saw in a primetime game a couple of weeks ago him tear it up. He broke the record, got his, got his uh, kick return, which I think we're all happy for. I mean, I'm so happy, Hester. He he was a great bear. And in our history, he he's, will always probably be the greatest kick returner of all time. And um, it's sad to see him play in another uniform, but that's just the history and the way the NFL works. And uh, him in a slot against a secondary that can't cover the slot, against linebackers who have no idea even what coverage is, yeah. his speed and the way they use him, he could be a threat. He, he could be the nail in the coffin that destroys our season this year. It's kind of scary. And we can't cover a kick. He's going to catch. So, like, something's coming to him, right? I mean, you had a guy named Philly Brown. We want, we want Robbie to kick it out of the end zone, though, every time I kick, right? Yeah. Like, that, that's the goal I there. would kick to him. Do you remember the mega punt, the, the punter was kicking uh, was kicking off in the in training camp? Did they go anywhere with that? I, have, I haven't seen anything about it. He that. had a great game uh, last week. But kicking, I'm talking about this. Yeah, kicking. He's a punter. No, is it kicking off. Kicking off. Oh, I, I don't. I was talking punts. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. Just so. get it out of the end zone. If he does catch one, and in fact, I'm ready to make a bet with you, Al. Uh, I think he's going to score a touchdown. And uh, I bet you a steak dinner that Devin Hester scores a touchdown. This week? Against the Bears. Okay, I'll take it. You know what? I, I kind of agree with you, but I also know Devin Hester has the ability not to show up at all. Like, that is the, that is the deal with Devin Hester. Guys still, even with Atlanta, they're still whispering in his air what to do. So... Well, but they're using him right. I mean, he, he's not the one or two guy. He, he's the three guy. He spent so much time here doing that. Right. And if you're, if, you're, if you're concerned with him not showing up at the big moment, I think, he, I think he had more pressure on him than anybody else has in the history of the Super Bowl. And he, and he came through with that. He did at that point, yeah. He was, he was a star for about he 10 minutes. He opened the game with a, with a kickoff return for the touchdown. I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. And then I'll never forget the guy who was sitting in front of me. It was negative the whole game, who I swear brought negative energy that cost us that game. With Cedric Benson's fumble. Yeah. I'll never forget when I woke Lauren up while we were watching a game at, the, uh, at Soldier Field with the Panthers, against the Panthers, and uh, I said, you might want to watch this. Hester might return one. And he did. Like, he made me look like a genius. 
Did she wake up for she it? Did. Was she, she like sleepy eyed? She was and... dead asleep. Oh. It was amazing. Oh. Well, hey, Mark, thanks again for the call. We really appreciate it. Uh, what about the... There was a second part. I don't remember what it was. He should have hung up. He's got to know I have short term memory loss. Uh, hanging out with Adrian what Peterson. Was, what was the second part about? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Sure. Trade him. Yeah, I agree. Trade him. Yep, trade him. He's valuable. Guys, uh, let's do this. Uh, thank everybody, first of all, for being here. Yeah, we, we have, wonderful. We're gonna, we were your pre-show. We're going to get to the best part of our, uh, our evening, my favorite time, because uh, being up here with you, actually, that's not true. It's, it's, it's been a blast. All 100 episodes. Thank you, brother. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, well, thank you. I mean, it's been a, we, went, we set out to change podcasts forever with a sports show that was relevant. I mean, we did. And just talked all the issues. Just, all of them. Oh, God, we've done that. Bringing it home. Yeah, thanks uh, to the fans. Thank you, Comedy Accident. We, we brought our good friend Chad Briggs over here with us. Chad, could you come and join us for a little I bit, maybe? Bring, bring that stool. I, uh, I had this one. I was going to... That's okay, I like this a little close. This is a good oh, yeah, the microphone's over there. I can hear that. Yeah, you sure could. Hello. Hey, is this one hot? Is this a good mic? Yeah. Yep. All right. Chad Briggs, how you doing, sir? I'm great. How are you, guys? I'm fantastic. I'm fantastic. All right. Wonderful to be here at the Tilted Kilt. What? For Boars and Bernstein's 25th anniversary jubilee, Terry and Dan. By crap. So happy to be here. Uh, no, wrong show. By the way, Boris and Bernstein, they were here uh, a couple of weeks ago. Were they really? They did not have as big of a crowd as we did. That's true. I just want to point that out. So, I'm kind of simultaneously obsessed and completely repulsed by those two guys at the same time. Yeah, I, I tend to listen. It's They're fun. They're, they are. They are they're right. nerd bullies. They, they, they kind they, of are. What is your Bart? point? What is your point, sir? Ah, it's crazy. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. I love them. You know, like, yeah. uh, Boris is like 100. He's he's really old. He is super he's old. Just, yeah, and he's just kind of. I don't even think he's enabler. I, I don't even think he has to go into the office every day. No, no. Room. I think he does it from home. He We've literally been, phones it in. Yeah. I like that. I like yeah. that. No, he does. He's I've been trying that for in. a long yeah. time. Al's been Al's been asking me for that for months, mm-hmm. years. So how you doing? Uh, you look good. Looks like you got some sun. I have gotten some sun. <laughs> yeah, you know, fantastic. Go. That's why I like hanging out in tropical locales. <laughs> Or like tropically themed locales. Tro- yes, absolutely. Always a good time. Absolutely. So well, my parrot head's at. <laughs> Fins up, baby. So how do you feel about uh, this Bears team? I mean, you... Uh, they yeah, think. They, well, I'm, I'm looking for some. I'm going to the movies on Sunday. I'm done. Uh, That's it? No, I'll watch a little bit, but uh, they lost two games they should have won. They're, they're done, yeah. right? Like, they have to win every single game against the bum teams. They've lost two games against bum teams. They could not They're go with the tomato cans. They couldn't. They, they, <laughs> uh, yeah. In Burgess Meredith parlance, they couldn't kick over the tomato cans. You're absolutely right. And it's, yeah, I think they're done. Because uh, I guess, like, magic number's 10, right? They've got to get to 10 wins. Yeah, absolutely. And it's very difficult to find another eight at this point that they will win. It's not impossible. It's I not, mean, it's well, not I mean, clearly. Like, clearly, it's not impossible I mean, if you just look in the. Dictionary yeah. for the definition of impossible. No, there are possibilities. It's, not, it's, still, it's still possible. It's just... Okay, do you think it's... It's approaching impossible with every coming week. Do you think week. it's probable the Bears win against Atlanta? And it's at Atlanta, correct? It is at Atlanta. All right, I didn't track. get tickets, thank Christ. Uh, that would have been awkward. Uh, in Atlanta, 
Yeah, Hester's going to be pissed. Hester is going to be pissed. <laughs> He's been trying to say it all week, but, you know. Yeah, right, right, right. Clark said Hester makes him look like a genius, and I tend to agree. Um, wow. Thanks, man. That's rude. Thanks. That's no, I did. I'm having a good time. I called for, man. <laughs> I, uh, fun. No, Come on. Geez, we're having a good time. It's called for. Um, uh, I, did, I did pick Hester to run a touchdown back. but I, uh, Well, against I, the worst special teams in the league. But I'm taking the Bears. Hell, second, yes. The, the second worst. I don't know if you were listening to the first part of the show. I rounded up to worst because I have to live here and watch it every week. There you go. Tampa, worst. Can we – okay, speaking of return, guys, can we get – and I, I guess we're just kind of pulling them from Canada and off Greyhound buses at this point. Guys to return the ball. Like that guy last week. I don't know who that guy was. He replaced the other guy who, re, who kicks the ball, who returns the ball seven yards deep into the end zone like it's Tecmo Bowl and you yeah. have to. Right. Yeah. It's the NFL. Like it's automatic. You start at the 20 now. Like kickoffs <laughs> are over unless the kicker screws up. Right. Yeah, it's right. Like kickoffs are over. Right. They've exactly. tried to get you that out of the game. it. Kneel yeah. it, and that's it. Chris Williams was the, was, it? Uh, was the guy, yeah. He's oh. done. He's they, done. I hope he kept his jersey. Even when good things were happening. Like, Santonio Holmes had that one return uh, where he got called back because – was that one of the blindside blocks? I think so. I, maybe. But Blind I think you actually block. just listed Santonio Holmes' highlights for the year. Santonio Holmes had that one return. Former Super Bowl MVP. Absolutely. No, he, he, Santonio he looks like he can still play, but Cutler being the, uh, the lazy – Gentleman that he is, he's used to throwing to giants now, and so like, Cutler's just like, he's too short. Short guy. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to aim. That is true. He uh, does not want to throw to. They're only paying me fifteen million dollars a year. I don't feel like aiming. (laughs) (laughs) Just this uh, jerk face. Lump. God. Do you feel like we're stuck with Cutler? Do you feel? Oh hell yeah, yeah, exactly. We are. I mean, the thing is, last year when they signed him for the big deal, I was like, yeah, um, all right. It made sense. Well, I mean, it only made sense because there was no one else. Who else were they going to? Like, who was available? Right. No one. Yeah. Well, maybe, yeah, Jamarcus Russell was available. Uh, Vince Young. Vince Young just kicking it on a couch somewhere in Houston. We could have gotten him. Kyle Uh, Kyle Orton. Let me me look at the bottom nine. Kyle Orton was around there. Pretty was, list. was this Tom Brady? Was he available? Tom Brady might have been available. Okay, no. uh, the right call was made. He's actually talk about someone who's getting yeah. that guy. That guy's going to go on a run. Uh, I believe it. I, I believe I, it because they just every year the Patriots are just kind of put together with with like bailing wire and some duct tape somehow, and they managed to eke out 11 wins and make them the playoffs. Here's something with the Patriots, wow. which, which yep. Cutler will never do. Pro Football Focus has them as one of the worst offenses in football right now. Their offensive line is a negative 24, which is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the worst. What? Hey. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's just no, numbers, these numbers, I don't, I don't understand. We are about to lose our live listeners oh. on Blog Talk Radio, guys. Uh, guys. It's been an hour already. Wow. We're going to stick with Chad for just a few more minutes to talk a couple more things. All right. Uh, I'll guys, be happy to be here so you can't listen to me. A hundred episodes. It's been fun, Al. It's been yes. a blast. Yeah, yeah, One hundred years of podcasting. Who knew? Who knew? We knew in the early days we'd get this far. Listen to us next time for episode 101. It's going to be good. Check it out. Back to the grind. Thank you on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, at Larger Lawrence, and on Twitter. As always, give us a call when we're here, 888-787-4827. Tweet us at any time if you're listening late. We do appreciate it. And I'd like to thank everyone here for being here, of course. Thank you so much, guys. Wonderful people. Thank you. Finest assembly of Americans I've ever seen in my life. 
Trader Trader Tuck. Dockside Burger Bar, 3216 North Sheffield on the corner of Sheffield and Belmont, where tonight you can get $5 pineapple margaritas, $5 regular margaritas. Join us Monday, half off everything. Trader Todd. Hey, Chad. That was a good plug. Yes, sir. That hat of yours that you wore around, like when things went bad with the NFL, I remember you uh, you put duct tape over the uh, I did over I the pr- NFL shield. I protected the shield, and I still have that piece of black duct tape over the NFL shield. So now do you just have a black hat? Oh, <laughs> I can just wrap the duct tape around yeah, just it. Put it around the Bears over logo the Bears as well. logo. Yeah. Well, you know, wouldn't that be electric tape if it was black? Well, there's black duct tape. Well, that's hard to find. All right, it was gaffer tape actually, but I didn't want to. Now that we've discussed what, what kind of tape it well, is. Right, right. you got to I mean, know I'm, what tape. You know, important to the story. <laughs> Fundamentals. Wow. So you was this a Bears hat or was it an NFL hat? Yeah, it was a Bears hat. I kept the, I kept the you know, it had the NFL logo and the Hallis, the GSH on the back. I didn't, I didn't tape over George, George's initials. I just no, no. taped over the NFL logo. Okay. I just got it. I had just a little too much with the, with the whole Daddy Peterson thing and how that, that shook out and the Ray Rice thing. And, uh, you know, interesting. And I think, I think Devin Hester will be the greatest returner in Bears history because pro football will probably be dead in five years. But that's a, that's a whole other subject. You know, don't, don't start with that BS. Uh, Jerry Angelo. No, you're right. You're right. There's too much money to be made. Nobody has a conscience. You're right. Damn it'll right. Stay, it'll stay around. Welcome to capitalism, my All friend. Right. This is how we do it. We're Montel Jordan. You're right. I'm sorry. Here. You and your, your red, white, and blue Cowboy yeah, boots right. have overpowered me on this thing. Jerry, I feel like a just a commie. Jerry you know? Angelo. I'm going to go home uh, and read The Nation and get in a bath. Join the worker, my friend. <laughs> uh, Bears GM from 2001 to 2011, Jerry Angelo Ooh. said, I made a mistake. And he's not talking about his draft picks. He says he let loose hundreds and hundreds of domestic violence cases in his tenure as a really? general manager. Like just let him pass Hundreds through? and hundreds. That would mean at least 10 a year. Over the 10 years, that would be 100. If he's talking multiple hundreds, how many Wait. domestic violence issues are going on on the team of 54? Really? Yeah. So that's like each guy getting into two. Each guy at least twice. They've got to pull their weight. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, he said he, said they, he no, didn't. No, thank you. He didn't report it because it would be a competitive disadvantage. That's absolutely true. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I know it's wrong and everything, but we've got a football game to win on Sunday. And he said he's ashamed of it, and well, rightfully so. The Vikings tried to get away with it, and <laughs> that press conference. Oh, Ooh. that press conference with that GM who basically sounded like car dealer. No, he sounded like the keynote speaker in a child abuse apologist convention. And there's the Vikings logo behind him, and then the Radisson logo after behind him. And the people at Radisson are like, uh, "Hey, uh, we just run a little hotel here. We don't really want. We're just a place for business travelers to come and get a good night's sleep and jerk off and leave." And, yeah, it was bad. And yeah, and now like he's. I didn't know this about Daddy Peterson. I heard you say it, and then that's what I'm calling him from now on, by the way. Um, Papa Peterson? Well, no, that's what, his, that's what the, the, hey, the kid who – Hey, did you his lawyer's name? Well, what's his lawyer's name? Racehorse Haynes? No, no. Agerson Peterson's lawyer's name is Rusty Harden. Oh, that's right, Rusty. Rusty yes. Harden. If your lawyer's name is Rusty – And he's got his hair – And apparently, he's, he's apparently quite, quite a great, uh, very good – 
criminal. Well, I'm, I'm assuming Adrian I mean, Peterson doesn't have a public defender. He's a, he's he's a, a cut above the rest. Yeah, absolutely. I'm Down there in Texas, they used to have a guy named Racehorse Haynes yeah. who if, could get you out of a double murder like nobody's business. You'd pay a lot of money. But ra- call Racehorse Haynes if there's blood on your hands. When if, I, when I was in radio, name, there was uh, a radio consultant, famous radio consultant. His name is Rusty Walker. Rusty Walker? Oh, Rusty Walker. Come into town mm-hmm. and tell you how horrible you were. Right. No, I, mean, I see that for radio. Uh, like, okay, Rusty's going to tell you. But, like, works. here's your lawyer. His name's Rusty. And you're like, oh, Christ. I might as well yeah, just but. get ready to go to jail. <laughs> I'm yeah. in a lot of trouble. Well. And so he, he got – so he was arrested and arraigned yesterday. And then today he said he might have smoked – like, why were they drug testing him? I Do they was, just drug test everyone who no, beats he's children? On probation. He was arrested. He's on probation in terms of his probation. But wait, his his trial hasn't – there hasn't been a trial as far as I know in that one uh, as of Wednesday. Right. You could get arrested and then you get released on probation or released Or a waiting trial, a waiting yeah. trial. Okay. Yeah. And so they had to – they P-tested him. But and he, he might have smoked a little weed. And so now they're going to re-arrest him? Got yeah. Well, they right. got nothing to do in Minnesota. They get okay. very, very upset with anything. So, well, no, that's in Texas where that's going on. That's in Montgomery County, just outside of Houston. Oh, I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he plays for Minnesota, but they don't he like beat that. his kids in Texas. That's, that's right. All right. You're from Texas. That's true. And you got you? Did you ever get a switch? No. No. Oh, Papa Briggs never nope. uh, took nope. to the woodshed. Nope. <laughs> All right. Good. Glad to hear. Parents that. are. You know, educated people from the last half of uh, the previous century, they they decided not to do that. What part are you? You're not from, like, the sticks. Uh, sort of. I mean, I'm not from a large town. I'm from, like, uh, like around, like... Does it have a name? Yeah, it's, it's you know, no one's going to hear of it, but it's called Port Nation. Uh, oh, Port Nation, yeah. I, Port Nation, no. Port, Port Nation. Port Nation. That's right, Port Nation, that's right. <laughs> That's, That's just reason. rural folks who like to, to whittle. Yep, yeah, Porch Nation. Yep. <laughs> Curing jerky and whittling sticks, Porch Nation. I'm pretty sure that's a reality show. Yeah, you? I'm from like a small town in southeast Texas. There's just a bunch of refineries. Okay. Stuff around. Yeah. Cool. Are, you, are you a roughneck by trade? <laughs> no. Those guys pull it out of the ground. We we made it into gas. Oh. That's right. Maybe Definitely. you could have highfalutin. Is it, it's okay to wear your high school jersey to alumni day? <laughs> You're from like, Texas. Do you still live in the town? Sure. No. No, I'm saying like the person that's going to wear the mom. jersey. You might no. have a mom who lives in town. No, I'd say the person does not live in town. Is this person you? Yes. Do you still have the jersey? I have, I have a practice jersey. Wear it. it wear it. You want to wear it. You clearly want to wear it. You have a beautiful no, wife who loves I you. Was, You've got a good life here in the city. Don't do it. I wasn't. I did was, you get married in that vest, dang. by the way? Yes, I did. That's a gorgeous vest. Thank you. I want a I want a vest. I don't have any vests with my suits. That's all right. Where do you go? Where do you go? Your men's warehouse? Have you heard of that? I guarantee. Coles. Coles? Coles. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's what I gotta do? They'll hook you up with a gray vest? Oh yeah. Do they do they have one with there? a do they have a pocket for your pocket watch? Hey, Maurice. Yeah. Does yours have a little pocket where you can go, ah I don't know. where's that located? I've never had that. A pocket I don't know, somewhere in your Chest I mean, I, there's region. pockets where they always are. I didn't know that was your pocket watch. I guess so. Yeah, I think so. I, I Do you want a pocket watch? You seem like a guy that's the have flash a pocket watch. watch. I want one. I don't. I don't have one currently. Wow. If I ever see one, that's in my price range. 
for you. What is your pocket? What, what's your 20, pocket? I spent twenty thirty dollars on a watch for you. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. But I would hope you'd buy me like a drink or something. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was like, oh shit, I have to buy Al drinks all night now because you're you bought me this stupid fucking pocket stuck, watch. You'd be stuck hanging out with me for like you know, <laughs> at least a half an hour. <laughs> it does. It sounds like a rejected Seinfeld premise. Kenny Banya buys Jerry a, a pocket watch. And God then Jerry, it's the best watch. Yeah, it's the best, Jerry, the best. And now it changes time automatically. Gotta, and then he's just got to go hang out with him. He's got to buy him more soup at Mindy's because he bought him a pocket watch. That's a deep cut reference right there. Are we losing there? Is that why we're well, playing? Oh, my so God. Wait, what is going oh on here? Wow, Whoa. is that real? Is that a cake? Holy crap. Oh, my goodness. We got a cake. Lawrence. Lauren just brought out a cake with Wow, a what a beautiful cake. You know, guys, Aww. yeah, he was going to bring a sandwich. Wow. This way better. No, that cake is amazing. That it is cake. fantastic. That's a damn good cake. And we can eat that, right? Is that all even? Well, nice. I, I don't know if you can cut into the whole thing or what layer you cut into. I don't know. That is awesome. That is beautiful. I'm, we're all kind of speechless. We're dumbfounded. <laughs> well, I just want to say it's Over the Sam cake. Uh, thank you for joining us, Al. We really appreciate it. Thank yeah. you for being here with us tonight. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Thank you, Chad. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, well, oh, thank you for yeah. having no, me on the no, show. No, thank you, Chad, for joining oh, us. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm Chad Briggs. Your Halloween show, the 28th? Yeah. Yeah. At Bee Kitchen. Come out. So what's going three? on there? You're showing movies? Yeah. Uh, uh, me and my buddy Peter Stepnowski from Think Tank are making a couple of crazy horror exploitation movies, and we're going to show them there. It's going to be a lot of fun. The, our Halloween show is always fun over there at the Bee Kitchen. Come check it out. There'll be a lot of weird characters. And what I know stuff. of both of you guys, if there was any show I'd go see, it'd be a Halloween show. I mean, that just that just seems like it's right up your wheelhouse. It is up our wheelhouse. Right up there. <laughs> All right. I was just here to create awkward silence. And I feel like my work is done here. <laughs> it's continuing now. Well, here's, here's uh... All right. All right. All right, look. Thank you, Trader Todd, for having us out here Thanks, today. Todd. Trader Todd. Making this happen. Thank you to Scotty and Buckets and Billy and Mary and the rest of the staff here. You guys have been doing great. Thank Whole you so staff much phenomenal. We appreciate it. Jim Pakowitz. Making the magic happen tonight. I don't. He's got wires and things over there. I didn't even know what the hell was going on, but phenomenal. Alex really is. Also known as KJ uh, Cataracts. There you go. Plays the 80s. Lays him down here. Lauren Mueller. Beautiful. Product cake. Lawrence now. I'm Incredible sorry. Cake. Still getting over that. Big news coming up. Uh, we're about to revamp our show here. Uh, some people joining on. Uh, I know John Brand's going to be helping us out with some uh, some other sides of the show. We're looking to change quite a few things. Jim Peckwood, thank you again for helping us out now. And you're gonna, we're going to be doing some stuff together. And here we roll. All right, karaoke starts in about uh, 15 minutes. All right, episode 101 can start right after this if you're listening late. Have a good night. This is a Ricky Ricardo production. <laughs>